Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Well, Rachel, welcome to the Lemonade Stand. I'm so excited to talk to you because I got to watch you grow up. You are one of my favorite people. You were my neighbor when you were a teenager, and I just can't wait to hear more about you and what you are doing now. So start out by telling me a couple of things about yourself. Thanks so much, Heidi. It's great to be here and so fun to be on this podcast with you. So uh, yeah, like you mentioned, so I grew up at American Fork, a lovely area. I grew up next to Heidi. Um, so my name is Rachel Treglon and I love the outdoors. I love adventure. I love solving social issues and I'm into entrepreneurial endeavors. So those are some things that excite me. And right now I am co-founding a nonprofit organization called Room Here. So, Okay. And I think that's what we need to talk about today. So I want to know what would cause you to want to do this nonprofit. I'm like, there has to be a story there of why you are interested in this kind of thing. So take me back. Tell me how this came about. Yeah, so I'll take you back to where this all started. So I was in university at BYU the summer before my last year of school. I took an internship with an events and travel company. And so that travel company was a, a small startup company, and we focused on doing handcrafted experiences for CEOs and leaders in the business world. So, um, I took a job there and got to start interacting with lots of business leaders. Um, and the CEO of that company decided that one, one thing that he was interested in starting was doing mental health discussions uh, over a lunch or breakfast with a variety of the CEO leaders that he had done trips for or events for. Um, and I saw that as an interest and I said, oh, I'd love to be involved in that and love to um, help with that process of putting together these little lunches or breakfasts and these discussions. Um, for me personally, I've had, um, I've lived with roommates who have struggled with mental illnesses. Um, I've been through some traumatic experiences in my life that have caused me to um, learn how to have to take time to learn how to take care of my own mental well-being better. And so it was an interesting topic to me um, and something that I already had some care and passion for. So we started doing monthly lunches and um, having conversations. And then through a series of events, um, those conversations turned into founding a nonprofit organization. So <laughs> that's kind of how some of the initial things started was just some regular conversations. And then we had some interesting turns in, in the, the course of those conversations that, that made us want to do something different. Okay. Yeah. That sounds amazing. So you're starting out by doing breakfast for people and then it turns into let's do a nonprofit. So I've got to hear more about this nonprofit. What is this about? Tell me about it. Yeah. So we focus, a room here focuses on mental fitness in the workplace. So we're having all these conversations with business leaders about mental health and we just realize there's so much stigma around mental health conversations. Um, we it's pretty quick and easy to see that as soon as you say mental health, people often associate that phrase with depression, suicide, and anxiety. And those are 
a piece of the conversation for sure and really important to talk about. But we realized that if this is going to be a normal conversation and people are actually going to do something different, um, we had to change the conversation to be more inclusive. So mental fitness was kind of what we decided to focus on um, because we take this approach that we all have a body and we do physical fitness and we talk about it and we get all pumped up about it. Can't it be the same for our mental fitness? We all have a mind. We need to take care of it. We should all be doing mental fitness regardless of where we're at. So we kind of saw a lot of stigma there. Um, and then in that group of CEOs and leaders, uh, a good friend of theirs who is a prominent CEO in the tech industry actually had a crisis situation and did pass away and died by suicide. So some of those things, it was like, there was a crisis situation. We saw so much stigma and it was like, something needs to change because this isn't okay. That no one knows when someone is struggling with something that's so dangerous. And we want people to feel safe. We want people to feel like they can talk about their their mental health in a way that is normal and not so hush hush. And so seeing that it was, that's really was the catalyst of let's just, let's actually do something with some of these conversations that we're having, because, you know, in a room of a lot of business leaders, they have however many employees in their companies and those families. So if we can change the workplace environment where people are for eight or nine hours a day, physically or mentally because of the workplace culture, then how, how much could that also trickle and affect families and communities? So that's kind of where it changed to from a nice monthly lunch or breakfast to let's, let's do something for reals and make a difference. So what does that look like? Great questions. So what our organization focuses on? So we'll talk about mental fitness. So we'll kind of help go into companies and reframe the conversation share some videos and stories and just help normalize it. And then one of the biggest things that we're doing is we are helping companies to um, first measure where their company is at. We have PhD backed research and surveys that we help say, where's the company at? And then we help them build a mental fitness plan, just like companies have, you know, plans for all sorts of things that are going on. We think every company should have a mental fitness plan. And we kind of address areas of like, how do we, you know, prevent stigma and normalize that conversation in our organization? And what do we do about burnout? How do we prevent that? And what's our plan? What are our benefits and resources for our people? And we also talk about uh, overall mental fitness. How are we doing? How are people doing overall? And then, of course, we also address crisis. You know, if there is a crisis, which statistically a crisis will occur (laughs) in most organizations, How do we handle that? How do we prevent that? And um, just having a plan in place so people can feel confident in what they should and shouldn't be doing. Because there are things that people in a company are responsible for, and there's some things that a company is not responsible for. And so we really help companies create a plan and understand it and implement that in their organizations. Okay. So this works for any size company or do you target specific companies? Yeah, great question. So we usually work with companies that have at least 50 employees, um, because statistically, that's when you start to see some of these things come into play. And our data analysis and kind of research are able to give richer insights to company leaders. So we'll have we have resources available for any company size that help people just kind of 
benchmark where they're at. Um, but a lot of the very in-depth work we tend to, to do for companies that are a little bit larger. Um, so 50 employees up to hundreds of employees. But if you know of someone that just has their own little small business with a few employees, you could give them resources as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'd help direct them to resources and help them connect to some things that would be helpful for their organization. Okay. And then you referred to the room here is that that's the name of this yeah, organization. So room here is the name of the, the company. And so we kind of chose this name because we're creating new spaces for this conversation of mental fitness. There's room here for everybody and just kind of creating that inclusive, safe environment. Yeah, I love that. That's a great way to show everybody there is room here. I see you. I need you mm -hmm. here and be able to stick around. And there is room here. I love that. I think that's a great Thank title. You. And so you did something as like a kickoff for this nonprofit. Yes, we did. So we launched in August of 2020. And oh. so <laughs> amidst some crazy pandemic <laughs> stuff. Um, but for our launch, we decided to we decided to break a world record. And so we built the largest cardboard box fort. Um, it was about 13,000 boxes. And if you think you know how many 13,000 boxes really is, you probably actually don't. <laughs> it's so big. So we, we took all these boxes and we created this maze fort up in Salt Lake. And we had artists come in and paint messages of like, hope and here's what mental fitness is and helping people to kind of learn about this new mindset for their mental health and so it was a really cool experience it brought a lot of people from the community together we had businesses come with their teams and help decorate rooms or build up the walls for the sport so it was it was wild but it was so fun uh, we got to see is there a video or a website or a place where people can see more about that yes yes so, okay. yeah. so you can look it up online you can see that you could look up room here world record fort um that would pop up a video um on youtube and then our website roomhere.org we have some stuff about that as well and okay. our instagram at room underscore here shows okay. pictures from that fort and things as well so really cool very um very unique experience that's amazing. I know. I wish I could have actually gone to it, but I saw like pictures of it at the time. And I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. So it was in the gateway up at Salt Lake and they have a first floor, just like a big open kind of warehouse space. And so we took that whole space and just filled it with cardboard boxes. Wow. That's amazing. You got the world, you beat the world record, right? You did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We That's did amazing. beat the world record. So very excited about that. <laughs> so. Yay, uh, way to go. That's so cool. And just that you even could think of that. Like that's just creative minds. It's just incredible to me that you can all come together and be like, this is what we're gonna do to help the community. And this is how we're gonna kick it off. I just, I think that's amazing. So that's so Thank cool. You. You're a part of that. What's awesome, what I've loved about Room Here is originally, like as we started to build things and build our organization, a lot of it was focused on let's change the conversation, help people think about mental health in terms of mental fitness. Um, and let's give them some, you know, help people vet resources and have some DIY stuff that they can use to improve their own life and workplace cultures. 
Um, and then as we went, we realized that people really wanted more hands-on help because as with the pandemic and so many things that happen in the business world, so many people are burnt out, overwhelmed. We saw there's studies all over where it's like 52% of the workplace is burnt out. And we've done some research as well and showing just that like so many people are just exhausted um, from all everything that's been going on in their workplaces and in life. And so we realized that like, companies really needed more hands-on help. And so that's when we started doing consulting and really going in and helping create these plans and implement them and train people. Um, and it's been really rewarding to see the differences in company cultures where leaders are making a, a stand for mental fitness. Um, we have a principle in our organization, we say leaders go first. Um, so any leader of an organization, of a group, when they are the first person to say something or when they open up around you know, mental fitness topics or say it's a priority and start acting in a way that it is a priority, they immediately give permission for everybody to also start talking and acting in that way. Um, and so it's been cool. These organizations that some of these organizations that we worked with have worked with in the tech industry and in Silicon Slopes, um, we've seen a big shift in just unity inside of companies. We've helped um, a couple companies address big crisis situations where someone's life was in danger. And because of the conversations that we've had with them, they were able to address it in a, a more confident, calm manner and feel like they had some resources to go to, which was awesome. And so seeing that impact has been has been really rewarding and really cool. And so I think I think organizations don't always recognize that whether they're paying attention or not, there's I think there is that that need in an organization. Every group has this need. And if it's not talked about or uncovered or shown, companies kind of continue as is, but later they're going to hit some big issues. <laughs> and so yeah. um, we've just seen really cool results with companies who are proactive about this. Um, and it not only helps their company culture, um, there's so much research around that helping their bottom line and just helping people to stay and stay in the organization and be loyal and it's just really cool to be a small part of helping a company to function well and to help people be well in an organization. So I think that's been really just like rewarding to think about. And yeah, so I just think that's really cool to share just some of the successes that we have seen and some of that impact that we have been able to make so far. I love how you can take where you have seen it on the other end. You know, you've experienced trauma yourself. You've lived with people that have experienced trauma and mental health issues and how you can turn this knowledge that you have and be able to help other people now and kind of get it before it's a problem, you know, because everybody's going to experience something that kind of rocks them and makes them, you know, it could swing them one way or another. They're just going to have a hard time and they're going to need that safety they're going to need that place to fall and by giving them the tools and the ability and the education to have that place to fall so that it's not so painful when they are in that place right yeah so i think it's great that you're offering that i'm going to echo off of what you said as well first that so many people will experience something the stats around it are one in four individuals will are currently 
um, struggling with a diagnosable mental illness, and up to 80% of Americans will manage some mental health concern at some point in their lifespan. So this is a topic for everybody. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then, yeah, as far as what we do offer, so a lot of um, when we go into organizations, we really focus on leadership and managers as a, as a huge key because they're, they're um, the gateway to creating a lot of that safety. So we will bring in professionals from the state and different uh, places, and we'll do trainings where we teach skills of how do I have difficult conversations or how do I notice when someone in my team is maybe not actually doing so well and how do I have that conversation? And then, you know, if a crisis happens, what should I do? And what are, what are my legal responsibilities and what are the legal lines I shouldn't be crossing? So we kind of equip them with a lot of information there and we provide some toolkits. And so like documents with quick, clickable, clickable links, so many resources that are currently out there. There are so many resources. A lot of them feel very academic and a little bit dense. So it's a little hard for people to know how to act in the moment. So one of our biggest focuses is really making these things more accessible and easier to understand. So in the moment of need, it's not overwhelming. <laughs> you just can follow some of the resources and guides. Um, so that's a big focus of what we do. So we do a lot of trainings and then we've partnered with several different organizations that will recommend companies work with. Um, so one of those is like Tava Health. They do teletherapy for uh, as a benefit for companies. Um, there's an organization called Zenovate and they do like, they have a library of you know, mindfulness exercises. They also have some therapists or other videos that you can watch and just take care of yourself as well. So there's things like that where we'll help companies kind of find what fits their company size and needs the most. Um, and we really fit that overall. Let's figure out the overall strategy of where to focus our efforts and what the real needs are. Um, let's train your people on how to have better conversation, how to talk about this and then what to do in crises, And then we'll benchmark and track real change and say, okay, what are the things that we've put in place and are they making the difference? And if not, let's change something and we'll, we'll track that throughout the year um, that as we continue to work with companies and really benchmark that so that they can see, hey, like our employees were way burnt out and six months later, they're actually doing quite a bit better um, and these are the things that we've implemented. So we can kind of help track and correlate what's making the difference for people. So we provide some free services. So we, we let every organization who wants to take our survey and kind of get that benchmark, every, every organization can do that. And we'll provide them a basic report, kind of showing them where they're scoring, how they're doing, and it kind of helps them identify some red flags. <laughs> oh, um, and then we have some basic you know, DIY resources on our website, and we'll put them in our newsletters. Um, we'll send them newsletters and things like that. And then we do have a portion of these where we come in and do the trainings. Um, those services are paid for services to help the organization. Our Take organization it to that to level. To go. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Yeah. So we kind of have a little bit of both. So, so yeah. for us, a, an obvious thing that every company should do is, you know, get that benchmark and see where they're at. And then, of course, if they're seeing that they need a lot of help and don't know exactly how to make changes, that's when we can step in and do more 
more work for them and really help them and um, do that for some uh, as a paid service. That is literally taking their lemons and making lemonade. That's what <laughs> you're doing. Yes. It. That's awesome. Yeah. So I would just say, um, one, if you're part of a company, if you're listening to this and you're part of a company who you want to see changes in, definitely reach out to us. I think leaders have so much on their plate always. And so we really want to help take a load off their plate and make the process easier for everybody. And I would say too, for anyone listening, um, start thinking about your own mental health in terms of mental fitness. Consider like how you talk about physical fitness, how you think about physical fitness, and, and then translate that over to your mental wellness and your mental fitness. And I think you'll be surprised at some of the changes that you'll see in yourself just by changing that thought process about how you think about it, you'll probably notice differences in how you talk about your mental wellness, how you maybe care for your own mental wellness. And yeah, I think it's just really important for everyone to, to find the resources um, and dig your well before you get thirsty. <laughs> so get some tools and resources in place because it's, a, it's something that everyone can learn how to do and how to be good at. Okay. So what's one example? Is there one like tip or example if someone's going to try to switch that mindset from that mental wellness to mental fitness, what would that, what's one little tweak they can do? Yeah. So I would say, think about, so with your mental fitness, say, okay, like there's small changes that I can make in my life that will make me healthier, both mentally and physically. And so I go actually to the basics of health. <laughs> so think about, you know, nutrition. Am I eating good food? What I eat will fuel my brain and my body. Um, am I drinking enough water? Um, am I getting sunshine? Do I get outside and get sunshine? Um, and am I sleeping enough? So those are some like basic health things that tie very well to your mental well-being. And exercising and practicing any of those things help you have a better mental well-being. And of course, like therapy is totally a great option as well. Um, if you're needing, you know, more help, if you need to correct thought patterns or deal with trauma or different things like that. But um, for some just quick, simple, something you could do today, you know, drink more water, <laughs> get more nutritious food in your body, get some sunshine time and Take an extra hour of sleep on your schedule. Make sure that you're sleeping enough. And that's just kind of, you know, things that you would do to take care of your body in most cases will actually just take care of your mind as well. I love that because it is, you're not even thinking it's going to take care of your mind. You're like, okay, I'm going to take care of my physical health by eating right and drinking water and sleeping more. And it really does connect with your mental health. It's incredible how making that, I love that you suggested that just even one, change one of those things, yeah. try it for a week, you know, add more water for a week and see how you feel mentally and physically. That's yeah. amazing. That's really great advice. I have a quick story to throw in. Absolutely. I'd kind love of that. Funny. So I was at Target a couple of weeks ago and I overheard, I was returning an item and there was some people behind me and a man behind me was talking to his friend and he was just kind of discussing some things going on in his life. And he shared, yeah, I've been having these crazy headaches. I haven't been feeling good. I've been overwhelmed and like just describing all this like physical pain and mental pain that he had been experiencing. And he said, yeah, we finally went and got an MRI. 
at the hospital to figure out what's going on. And then he said, and then I found out the doctors told me, he said, I'm too stressed. I need more sleep and I'm not drinking enough water. And that's what they told him was wrong. And so it just like, I overheard that conversation and I was just like, blew my mind. And I was like, this is exactly what (laughs) happens. Like sometimes we think there's something super complicated going on and granted there are things that are very complicated, but sometimes it's the simple things that are actually, you know, what will be the turnaround for us. And so, you know, it's some of those basic foundational health things that make a difference for everything, for our mind, for our body, how we're feeling. So we're not feeling as depressed or whatever. It's like, those are the the basics to start with. And then if that's not working, definitely look for more help. So. Wow. Wow. I love that you said that. That's a great story that you would have that experience. And you're just sitting there like wanting to burst inside. Like, I know, I know the answer. I know what's wrong. (laughs) I agree with that. Yeah. It's crazy because we do, we tend to be really hard on our bodies and stress and not get enough sleep and not drink water and then wonder why we're sick. And it's, it's so right there in front of our face, but we want to go, you know, go to the hospital and get all these tests run to find out that, no, you're just not drinking enough water and not sleeping. That's so basic, but it's like, we can't do the basic stuff. It's like, it has to be more complicated. I don't know what it is, but (laughs) wow, we've got to take a step back and just get back to basics taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves. I think that's great advice. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think we need to understand that people can relate to us more than we know too. Right. Yeah. I think that's so true. It's interesting because I feel like we're taught from a young age, like, you know, do stuff by yourself and grow up and do it by yourself. And it's like independent and yeah. And then when you get older, you're like, I actually need help. Like that's actually like, it's almost like reverse. Like when you grow up, you got to be self-sufficient, but then it's also like, actually like to really thrive. <laughs> like you I need, need to people. To have help and support group. Yeah. Yeah. I need people. I need to know that I am seen and I am heard and that other people are like me. It yep. helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so I just wish there was a way to get people to understand that we've all been through something and that we can just open up and that it's not scary. And that most of the time, somebody's going to say, yeah, me too. When you do open up, I love that you're teaching that. I think it's very valuable. We all need that reminder of like, you know what, we've all been through stuff and we can relate in ways that you don't even realize. It's really important to just be open and share. Well, you have just been awesome to talk with today. So I appreciate you taking time to share this amazing thing that you're doing where you're offering this service to these companies to help their employees, because I love how you shared that it really does affect everyone. Like it will affect the company's bottom line, but then also the family life of these employees as well. Like it goes on and then their neighborhoods and their schools and it just goes on and on and on. So if we can have the leaders be able to learn how to recognize it in business, I think we're going to be able to catch it before it gets really out of hand. So I think it's great what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thank you. And thanks for helping me amplify that voice and for what you share as well. I think you're making a difference in your spheres and where you're at. So that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate you. You're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to hear more of Heidi's Lemonade Stand. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. 
Thanks. <laughs>